In this week's episode, we're hissing all over the place with so many titles starting with S. From a new Supergirl to a couple satisfying indie titles, you'll have plenty to sit with this weekend. It's all happening now on Cover B. Hey everybody, welcome back to Cover B. Welcome back to Cover B, folks. How's everyone doing? How are you doing? I'm tea? bloated. <laughs> T had a big <laughs> dinner. Uh, <laughs> it was spicy and I regret my choices. Well, I hope everyone out there also had a big dinner. Get yourself a big dinner if you haven't had one yet. I hope it's delicious. And in the meantime, we're going to talk about comics. Yes. And this is a very snake-friendly episode <laughs> because every issue we're going to talk about starts with an S. So, welcome, welcome back to the Cover B Podcast. <laughs> that was not planned it may have felt scripted uh we're just stupid so yeah. anyway kick us off chris what's um, first Supergirl, woman of tomorrow <laughs> uh this is written by tom king uh with art by bilquis everly uh who is a wonderful artist and i love her very much but i'm just now realizing i've never taken the time to learn how to properly pronounce her name <laughs> Isn't that, that's the trend of Cover B, is yeah. me apologizing to people for yeah. messing up their names. Anyway. Pretty consistent, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, sees Supergirl on a very, on a different planet. She has gone to a new planet uh, to drink because she's turning 21, uh, and she needs a red sun in order to feel anything. Yep. So she ends up on this planet that is very barbaric, very Conan-y. A little bit, yeah. Um, and yeah. What you think? I mean, that's pretty much the yeah, plot. Yeah, that's pretty the point. So, my favorite part of this book, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very well done. But my favorite part of this book is that they do something that I think is so key for a really good super person book. And I say super person because the supermen, the super boys, the super girls, super women, the supers, the soups the, family, the Kryptonians. Yes. Yeah. It's not. Their story. <laughs> yes. It's not her story. It is someone else. Someone else Tell is it, telling sis. the story. Someone yeah. else is running the story. It's about someone else. The whole plot centers around somebody else. And Supergirl's just there. She's yep. just in it. She's just involved. It's not about her. She's not the primary focus. And you know why that works? Because the super people are so damned OP. <laughs> yeah. That sometimes it's just it's a bit of a snooze fest yeah, when you true. got it focusing on one of the L's in general. So this one being about someone we've never met and know nothing about and getting to learn about them and you know feel them out as a character and be taken along on their journey just to have like a really interesting fun hungover version of Supergirl pop in. It's perfect. It's the perfect... The super people, the L's, if you would, should be treated as the whipped cream in a dessert. They are not the primary function. Look at the desserts that are all whipped cream. If you think about, like, like a, like a tort or something that's all whipped cream, you're hungry within, like, five minutes if you feel completely unsatisfied and you're using way more calories than you need to. It's just not worth mm -hmm. it. It's not worth it. Well, I think more than saying, like, they're the whipped cream, like... <laughs> 
they're the dessert, but you have to understand that the person telling the story is the spoon. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they're the Sunday. The story's gonna be about them, and they're gonna be a big part about it. Right. At the end of the day, is a Kryptonian book, but we're not also eating the ice cream with ice cream. Yeah. This isn't an ice cream cone. It's a Sunday. Yeah. Now I want ice cream. Um, I don't. I'm still full. (laughs) (laughs) I really liked this. I thought it was a really unique take on. A super person story on a on a Kryptonian story. I Agreed. think uh, it utilized the Red Sun mechanic that's been done before. Like anytime a Superman or a Supergirl needs to be weakened to push a plot, it's like Red Sun stuff or Kryptonite and stuff like that. But uh, this it didn't get in the way here. No, it wasn't like let's come up with a reason that the Red Sun is here. It was literally like. It was something easily acceptable. She was on this planet because she needed to be able to drink. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. I liked that. It's her birthday. I You very easily could have called this book the Savage Sword of Supergirl, and it would have fit Perfectly. very well. It's, yeah. It's effectively like a Red Sonya Conan book told with Supergirl in it. Yeah. Not Absolutely. from Supergirl's perspective, but with Supergirl. Just her in it as a part of and it. And it was it was just really fun. It was I was not expecting one of my favorite books of the week. Probably my favorite book of the week, actually. Let's dial that back. My favorite book of the week. Looking at you, Planet Size X-Men, you big disappointment. Um <laughs> He's been complaining about it. I've all been week. complaining a lot. <laughs> um to be a Supergirl book. I just wasn't... I'm not usually into the Kryptonians. And I gotta say, though... And really, really fun. I was, I was surprised up until I went back and looked at that front cover and saw Tom King written on it. And then I went, oh. <laughs> yeah. True that. Okay. I got you. You're right. I feel it. I'm there. Homie knows how to write a good book. He does, yeah. And he he's good at providing different takes on characters. Like, he's good yes. at, you know, putting characters into, like, a dissimilar situation for what they're usually in yes you know and i think this is definitely an example of that it's just a really fun book i'm excited for this one same so uh next up on our our cavalcade of s titles is uh (laughs) seven swords oh my god there's so many s's (laughs) that one has two well that one that one has three s's technically anyway seven swords number one uh, this is written by Evan Doherty. 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 Mm-hmm. And Ricardo Latina. Yeah. Um, this is effectively, it takes the uh, Three Musketeers. So it follows D'Artagnan. Is yes. that his name? Uh, one of the Musketeers from the eponymous Three Musketeers book. And focuses a swashbuckling sword fighting adventure with him seeking revenge on the nefarious Count Richelieu. Uh, and he's going to have to create like his own sort of Avengers team. Yeah. Consisting of like European literature icons. Yeah. I'm not making that up. No, That's what not. this book is about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> T, what do you think? Oh my god, this book's so good. <laughs> 
All right. First off, you guys know I'm a huge sucker for historical fiction. And oh, God, this is so good. Part of what makes this book so great. So I will say when I first grabbed it and Chris was like, here's a book. You might be interested in this one. I was like, the cover made me feel kind of like, oh, geez, because there's been a run in the past couple years or so of very old fashioned swashbuckling-esque books mm-hmm. that have that they're just they're very traditional pulpy piratey books they're not super like i don't know they just there's not a lot of depth a lot there. of them a lot of them are bland yeah, they're they're the- they're too uh vanilla yes they're very vanilla they're almost so vanilla they're they're vanilla bean like yeah. it's they're just they 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 are exactly what they are they don't try to be unique or stand out they're just like y'all like pirates right look pirates yeah Yay. exactly yeah. and when i looked at this cover based on the art style and you know the way it looked and the way the cover was presented i was like oh god it's gonna be just one of these all right here goes 20 minutes of my life I was wrong. It's so good. It's it. There's like culty behavior and there's like historical figures and there's like action and romance and, and like interesting female empowerment moments. And like, there's, Oh, there's so much happening and it's Mm -hmm. so cool. And it takes place in like three different settings and like there's stuff happening and like you're following different people and like, Oh, it was awesome. And as an English major, uh, <laughs> it struck right that's, to my heart. That's exactly what I'm looking for. And when I when it, you know when I say literary icons, I don't mean like the people actually making the literature. No, so no, no. We've got D'Artagnan. He's going to meet up with Cyrano de Bergerac. So cool. Um, there's also Don Juan makes an appearance, and there's a few other hints at other characters that might pop up. Um, and I'm just really excited to know what all seven are going to be it was cool to read this going it, it has a real league of extraordinary gentlemen yeah. vibe well when it. you first get into it and within the first few pages you're not entirely sure what you're reading because it kind of like you know there's automatically some weird like you know fighting in a monastery and stuff and you're like what is happening this is this is interesting this is what i expected and then all of a sudden they drop the d'artagnan name and you're like hold on okay the d'artagnan like, like wait you mean like yeah. you mean like that d'artagnan <laughs> Dartanian with the ass. Yeah, and you start dropping another name. Dartanian with the Honda. (laughs) She. Um, But it's it just it kind of keeps snowballing until you're like, well, who's gonna be next? It's very exciting. Who's gonna be next? (laughs) I got excited. It snowballs until you turn into like a delicate, like French lady. Swoon. Yeah. It's no, good. It's cool. fun. Go read yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it's got league. It gives me League of Extraordinary Gentlemen vibes because both, <laughs> you know, both stories do kind of the same thing. They right. Create this team. It doesn't have the same steampunky, edgy vibe that uh, League does. But I don't think it needs uh, it. It doesn't need it. Yeah, it it fits these characters better to have it be more about like acrobatics and sword fighting and like stealth and you know charming your way into places. Yeah. And stuff. It 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 looks like it's going to be the coolest, like, tabletop RPG campaign run by lit nerds that I <laughs> never thought I needed. Um, it's true, and I'm excited for it. I, I think that was 
It's it's a really cool concept. Like it's it's cool that not only did somebody look at Three Musketeers and they were like, I want to tell more of this. I want to tell more stories off of this. But also we're like, hey, a lot of these characters kind of exist at the same space. Yeah, screw it. Let's just put you know? them all together. Yeah. It's cool. It's Z- very and cool. It, you know, they existed around a time that Europe was smaller than it once was. Yeah. The travel was easier. And so we can easily throw these, you know, this Spanish icon and this French icon and yeah. these people together, you know. Uh, it was cool. It was very yeah. neat. It's very neat. All right, finally, we have a save yourself. Save yourself. Give me some real Tim Curry vibes here, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I figured figured the hiss bit had to go out with a bang, right? Um, Save yourself. Number one, this is from Boom... From their boom boombox subsidiary. This is written by. Now, hold on to your pants for this one. <laughs> it's so cool. I love cool names. I love people with cool names. Sometimes people with cool names don't like me because uh, they're like, "Oh, this guy's talking about." It. I get this all the time. Like, I met a guy recently. His name was John Rambo, and he was not happy at how excited I was that his name was actually John Rambo. <laughs> Bones Leopard. That's such a cool name. It's such a cool name. That's such a cool name. You're either uh, a like a like zoot suit jazz musician, or you're some sort of like treasure hunting, wandering yeah adventurer, adventurer. or <laughs> like a mysterious dark cartographer or something, or like, like the bodyguard to some famous undercover person, like yeah, like Bones Leopard so good that's great and then the arts by kelly and nicole matthews i'm not short selling your name kelly and nicole i'm sorry if it seems like i'm underwhelmed by them in her in her defense nicole does spell her name with an h and that's pretty neat okay that's pretty nice good job kelly and nicole um (laughs) you're so rude (laughs) love you Anyway, Save Yourself takes a look at a trio of Sailor Moon-esque uh, crime fighters, justice warriors, pop stars, social media icons. They are three beautiful ladies who have descended upon the world uh, through means of why not and fight giant monsters to protect mankind and have also made a name for themselves in like the pop music scene and social media they have social media followings they have people get like alerts on their phone when they're fighting nearby and people run out to see them uh we focus on a slightly introverted uh i was gonna say agoraphobic but i guess she's not really agoraphobic she just hasn't been out of the house a lot um (laughs) video game nerd because why not Uh, who finds out something about this trio that maybe means that they aren't what they seem to be through a connection with one of their enemies that she makes and through some things she sees, uh, it comes (laughs) to pass that maybe they aren't the heroes they claim to be. T, what'd you think? I enjoyed this book. It's got 
it's got a little bit of mystery, a little bit of intrigue. It very much fits into a genre that's picked up in the past few years, um, a la Moonstruck, a la More Modern Runaways. Um, there's a handful of other books that have developed this very diverse set of cast, a very YA, somewhat cute, somewhat, you know, self-discovery, coming-of-age mm. type of vibe. Yeah. Um, and it fits right on in there. It You know, there's always a pro tag that maybe needs to understand how valuable they are and gain their confidence and be mm. all they can be. And, you know, there's been a trend of these, but I think they're good. I think they're a good thing to have. I think it's an important type of story that provides ample representation. And I think this is an interesting way to go about it because it's definitely showing that, like, just because you have this, like, traditional hero set that you expect to do things the way you expect them and they've got mm -hmm. video games based off of them and you know albums and all these things that just because things are the way they appear doesn't mean that they actually are what they exactly seem. it's and a, i think that's fun this is a cool book with a very understandable <laughs> message of checking your preconceived notions at the door yeah you know what i mean it's it's very obvious from pretty much right at the turning point that that's what this book yep. is going to be about. It's going to be about like understanding, learning to get to know people and understand them before you pass judgment about them. Yep. You know, this trio came to Earth and was like, we fight these monsters. So Earth was like, you're obviously the heroes. When in reality, what it was is that these trio, this trio and the monsters came to Earth and fought and humanity was like, they look like pretty girls. They're obviously the <laughs> heroes. And didn't take time to assess the situation before yep. being like, hey, would you like a record deal? Um, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. And it, uh, you know, it's very, like I said, it's not a, it's not a subtle message, but it's a cool way of delivering that message. It's, it's not a like a character set that has really been like dealt with like taking your typical like Saturday morning anime type characters and being like we're going to look at them like or you know it's like you direct you had gem and the holograms directed by M Night Shyamalan like <laughs> yeah like i mean it's it's very it's fun it's, it's cool. very obvious that they're going for either a sailor moon or a uh, or a like Powerpuff Girls kind of vibe, you know? Yeah. I mean? Like there are three girls in like basically the same outfits, but with like different color schemes. Yeah. And they fight monsters. Yeah. You know, it's great. I mean, I mean I've never seen Sailor Moon. Uh, there's five I, of them. I know there's five of them. And I know that a significant portion of each episode is a, extended very colorful musical changing montage yes um okay i i watched a lot of sailor moon and you're not wrong <laughs> <laughs> there were five of them i definitely get a like this definitely feels to me the the trio of girls feel like if you if the powerpuff girls had melded with gemini holograms that's yeah. what I get. Yeah. That's the vibe I get. Um, because it's very much got that, like, pop star meets, like, butt kickery. Like, yeah. it, it's very much that vibe. This is a very uh, colorful book, too. 
Yes, um, very bright, I, very pretty. And I know that sounds like I'm... That may sound condescending, but I want to say I like the color of this book. I'm saying this as somebody who doesn't read a lot of colorful books. No, this one feels so, a lot like Moonstruck did. Moonstruck was am, bright and, yeah, and bold. Here I am coming out of my like dark cave with my like <laughs> dyes and Department of Truths, and I'm like, <laughs> is that pink? And uh, it's true. Meanwhile, I'm the one over here reading all the ch- girly but, YA yeah. stuff, like Gem and Moonstruck, you know, like brightness. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, once you realize the sun is still out in the world and you wipe the blood away from your eyes, it's a really good, colorful, bright, <laughs> fancy book. Um, Who hurt you? I, the world. Um, I Yeah, I, I like this book. I think it's I like the characters. Um, I like the kind of almost bombastic pacing that it has. Like, yeah. I, I like the way they're pacing it. I think it's just like, bam, 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 stuff happens. And then it's kind of like a slow, like, little bit of conversation. And then it's just like, pow, 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 bam, stuff's happening. Yeah. And uh, I just think that's fun. I think it's it's got a lot of really good energy to it. You got to get that anyway. action in, man. It's a very energetic book. Not even just, like, with the action of it. Just in how the book and the characters move around into the different situations and stuff and their layout of panels as they like move through the city and stuff i I think it just has a really good like it's a very very high fructose corn syrup hyper book you know what i mean like it's not like jittery hyper or like over caffeinated hyper but it's that like eat something with high fructose corn syrup in it and suddenly you're like a better version of yourself for like 15 minutes yeah like that's this book that's the energy it has just that like I can do that Excel spreadsheet for at least the next 15 minutes kind of energy. You know yeah. what I mean? That's the energy this book has. It's, if not, you... it's not like so abrasively like high energy that it, you know, that you're like, wow, what's going on? It's just like a nice smooth energy throughout. If you're the type of person who's read your Moonstrucks and your heavy vinyls and your slams and things like that. This is very much up your alley, 100%. Yeah. It was fun. It was cute. It was well-paced. It was well-written. There's been a couple other books that have come out recently that admittedly we didn't necessarily talk about on the show because it tried to do things like this and come off in the same type of genre, and it just didn't work. Mm-hmm. There was one that I actively chose. I was like, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, fair. So this one, this one hits the list, man. They can't all be winners, and you know what? That's why we're here. That's right. To tell you what are winners. You dang tootin'. So anyway, that's <laughs> gonna be it for us, folks. If you stick around, we're going to redo this entire episode in parcel tongue. Um, so our snake audience can have something to look forward to. You practiced your parcel tongue, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if, you, if you'd like uh, more cover B, if you or if you would like to lodge a complaint about the amount of hissing I did in this episode, then you can find us at coverbpodcast.com. You can also find us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, MySpace, LinkedIn, uh, that the blog Trump set up for himself because nobody wanted him anywhere. Uh... We have a GeoCities page, Neopets, Club Penguin. 
our um, old band still has a MySpace page up. Please it does, take a yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Live Journal, Zanga. Uh, I need you to can, make sure all of those are deleted. You can download our episodes on LimeWire or BearShare or, or Kazaa. Um, <laughs> I'm out of references. <laughs> You're also really showing our age, babe. Yeah. <laughs> We're on Google Plus. Um, <laughs> it was a mistake, okay? We all went in because we trusted Google and they lied. So anyway, look for us there. Let us know if you have any episodes you want us to do, any special things that you want us to talk about. Any key issues. We've been itching for a key issues uh, episode, but we don't really have anything on our minds. We haven't had a lot to complain about lately. Uh, So if you have anything to suggest, hit us up. If you want to just say, hey, hit us up as well. We love to hear from people. Um, Oh, here you go. Here's, Here's our good closing note. Yeah. Here's my key issue. Yeah. Yes. Batman would. Bye!